Hi everyone. Welcome back to another episode on Aminder. My name is Marcia and I'll be your host for this episode. In today's episode, we'll talk about papers published in August 2020 within the novel drug development category that focus on all things amyloid beta. We'll cover research focused on targeting amyloid beta production, amyloid beta aggregation and amyloid beta toxicity as a way to combat Alzheimer's disease. If any of these abstract interest you, be sure to check out our bibliography after listening to the episode. For more details, please look at the episode notes. Welcome to Aminder, a podcast where we summarize the latest publications on Alzheimer's disease for you, so you can spend more time doing awesome research. For every month, you'll find a series of episodes by theme, and each comes with a bibliography. Whether you're in the lab, on the bus, or cooking your meal, we hope you find this podcast useful and accessible. We have 24 abstracts in today's episode. So without further ado, let's get started. First up, here are two papers on targeting amyloid beta production as an Alzheimer's disease treatment option. The first paper within this category is titled Inhibition of Base 1 the beta secretase implicated in alzheimer's disease by a chondroitin sulfate extract from sardina pilcardis this paper was written by first and last authors mycroft west and skidmore and this paper was published in the journal neural regeneration research heparin a member of the glycosamine family of carbohydrate is an inhibitor of beta site amyloid precursor protein cleaving enzyme or base 1 which is a key alzheimer's disease drug target But owing to its anticoagulant properties, heparin is not commonly used against Alzheimer's disease. In this paper, the authors test the efficacy of a glycosaminoglycan extract isolated from Sardina pilcardis to inhibit base 1. They find that this extract, which is rich in 4-sulfated chondroitin sulfate, has reduced anticoagulant properties and destabilizes base 1 in a fashion similar to heparin. They believe that this extract may aid in the screening of glycan-based base 1 inhibitors for Alzheimer's disease. The second paper within this category is a pentacyclic triterpene from Lingestrom lucidum targets gamma secretase. This paper was published in the journal ACS Chemical Neuroscience by first author Liu and last author Ip. Reducing beta secretase and gamma secretase mediated amyloid beta generation plays an important role in Alzheimer's disease therapeutic development. In this study, researchers screened fruit extracts of Lingestrom lucidum 8, which is a flowering plant in the olive family used in traditional Chinese medicine. They used this in a neuronal cell line to identify active fractions that increase APP and reduce amyloid beta production. They find that these fractions contain two isomeric pentacyclic triterpenes cis and trans OCMAs in varying ratios. From their results, they show that trans OCMA selectively affects the S1 subsite of the active site of gamma secretase and decreases amyloid beta levels without affecting notch cleavage. Using an AD mouse model, they also find that trans OCMA treatment restored synaptic plasticity. They finally conclude that trans-OCMA and its analogs are potential AD treatment options. The next 14 abstracts discuss targeting amyloid beta aggregation as a form of Alzheimer's disease modality. The first paper in this category, paper 3 overall, is titled Design and Synthesis of Novel Hybrid 
8-hydroxyquinoline indole derivatives as inhibitors of amyloid beta self-aggregation and metal chelation-induced amyloid beta aggregation. Bauroju and Crookes are the first and last authors of this paper, published in the journal Molecules. In this paper, the authors synthesize and test the inhibitory activity of novel hybrid 8-hydroxyquinoline indole derivatives against self-induced and metal-ion-induced amyloid beta-142 aggregation. They use in vitro studies and fluorescence of formed thioflavin T-stained amyloid respectively to study the inhibitory activities of these compounds against self-induced and copper 2 or zinc 2 ion induced amyloid beta aggregation. Similar to the results of these experiments, they find that these compounds reduce protein aggregation in HEC tau and sushi APP cells. Further, based on their molecular docking studies, they conclude that this inhibitory activity could be due to hydrogen bonding interactions, pi pi stacking interactions, and pi cation interactions with amyloid beta. They believe that these interactions may inhibit self-aggregation and metal ion binding to amyloid beta and prevent amyloid beta aggregation. The fourth paper published in the journal Chemistry is titled An Assay for Screening Potential Drug Candidates for Alzheimer's Disease That Act as Chaperones of the Transthyretin and Amyloid Beta Peptides Interaction. This paper is by first author Kotrina and last author Arkel. Transthyretin or TTR is a protein that modulates amyloid beta deposition and processing. This effect of TTR is increased by treatment with iododiflunazole or IDIF, a small molecule compound which stabilizes it by forming a complex. Using this idea, the authors develop a high-throughput assay that prevents amyloid beta deposition by formation of ternary soluble complexes of TTR amyloid beta and IDIF. In their experiments, they use shorter amyloid beta 12 to 28 sequences in a 96 well plate and measure the turbidity for 6 hours. They suggest that this test could be a potential AD treatment owing to its amyloid beta modulation. The title of the fifth paper is The Amyloid Beta Aggregation Modulator MRZ99030 prevents and even reverses synaptotoxic effects of amyloid beta-142 on LTP even following serial dilution to a 500 to 1 stoichiometric excess of amyloid beta, suggesting a beneficial prion-like seeding mechanism. This paper was written by authors Rames and Parsons and was published in the Neuropharmacology Journal. MRZ99030, which I'll refer to as MRZ, is a small molecule that facilitates the formation of non-toxic clusters of amyloid beta, thereby reducing toxic soluble oligomeric amyloid beta species. In this paper, the investigators starting at 20 is to 1 prepare a serial dilution of 500 is to 1 stoichiometric excess of amyloid beta over MRZ and test its ability to impair long-term potentiation or LTP in CA1 neurons. They find that even after serial dilution, MRZ prevents the synaptotoxic effect of amyloid beta on CA1 LTP, in addition to reversing pre-existing neurotoxic processes. Similarly, in time course experiments, they observed that the serially diluted amyloid beta MRZ 
prepared up to one week before LTP experiments, still had protective effects. They observed concurrent results in their TEM experiments as well, where amyloid beta oligomers were converted to amorphous amyloid beta clusters following incubation with serially diluted MRZ. Paper 6 is titled, The S100B Alarmin is a dual-function chaperone suppressing amyloid beta oligomerization through combined zinc chelation and inhibition of protein aggregation. It was published in the ACS Chemical Neuroscience Journal by first author Cristavo and last author Gomez. Many defining features of Alzheimer's disease are due to amyloid beta aggregation and imbalance of metal ions. Of note, zinc ions induce and delay amyloid beta oligomers and amyloid fiber formation respectively, resulting in increased cellular toxicity. As a way to restore zinc ion balance and to prevent amyloid beta aggregation and toxicity, the authors of this paper explored S100B, which is an inflammatory alarming protein found in the brain. S100B is upregulated in Alzheimer's disease, associated with amyloid plaques and is also known to have neuroprotective functions. Using kinetic analysis of amyloid beta aggregation, the authors find that S100B prevents amyloid beta and zinc-aided toxic oligomer formation by acting as a chelator of zinc ions. They also use transmission electron microscopy and atomic force microscopy to observe that S100B partly reverts the formation of toxic oligomers. Based on these results, they suggest that S100B may act as a dual-function chaperone. The title of the seventh paper, published in the Journal of Agricultural and Food Chemistry, is Hydroxycinamic Acid from Corn Cob and its Structural Analogues Inhibit Amyloid Beta-40 Fibrillation and Attenuate Amyloid Beta-40-Induced Cytotoxicity. This paper was written by first and last authors Howe and Wang, respectively. Hydroxycinamic acid, which I refer to as HA for the rest of the summary, is a phenolic plant compound that has anti-inflammation, antioxidation, and neuroprotective effects. In this study, the investigators find that HA and its structural analogues inhibit amyloid beta-40 fibrin formation and reduce amyloid beta-40 induced cytotoxicity, both of which are AD characteristic pathologies. Their results suggest that this inhibiting activity is enhanced in a dose-dependent fashion and that these small molecules interact with amyloid beta-40 mainly via hydrogen bonding. They also verify their results using a C. elegans model and find that these small molecules improve AD-like symptoms of worm paralysis. They also conclude that these HA analogues can be developed into novel aggregation inhibitors in neurodegenerative disorders. This next paper, paper number 8, also describes an extract that has neuroprotective effects and can inhibit amyloid beta aggregation. This paper was written by first and last authors Garcia Vianoles and Milardi and the paper was published in the ACS Chemical Neuroscience Journal. It is titled, Trehalose Conjugates of Silibin as Pro-Drugs for Targeting Toxic Amyloid Beta Aggregates. Silibin B, a compound extracted from milk thistle, 
is known to prevent abnormal levels of brain amyloid beta aggregation. Here, the authors study three main aspects of psilocybin B, that is, its poor solubility, instability in blood serum, and mechanism of action. They find that when a trehalose moiety, that is, a disaccharide of glucose, is added to psilocybin, it improves water solubility and stability in blood serum without affecting its anti-aggregation effects. They suggest that psilocybin, on conjugation with trehalose, may shield the toxic surfaces formed by the N-terminal and central hydrophobic regions of amyloid beta. Finally, on comparing psilocybin B to its less active isomer psilocybin A, they observe that subtle differences in chemical structure between the two can cause different effects on amyloid beta inhibition. Next up is the ninth paper titled In Silico Exploration of the Fingerprints Triggering Modulation of Glutaminyl Cyclase Inhibition for the Treatment of Alzheimer's Disease Using Smiles-Based Attributes in Monte Carlo Optimization. This paper was published in the Journal of Biomolecular Structure and Dynamics by first author Ashwani Kumar and last author Parveen Kumar. Pyroglutamated amyloid beta constitutes the majority of total amyloid beta present as senile plaques in the brains of Alzheimer's disease patients. The formation of pyroglutamated amyloid beta could be prevented by using glutaminal cyclase inhibitors. Here, the investigators test the efficacy of Monte Carlo-based QSAR modeling studies on a data set of 125 glutaminal cyclase inhibitors with a PKI taken as the endpoint for QSAR analysis. Their main aim is to understand the relationship between quantitative structure activity property in drug discovery. From their analysis, they identify structural features responsible for increasing the inhibitory activity. On adding these structural features to a base compound, they design six novel molecules that show improved inhibitory activity. The title of the 10th paper, published in the Biochemical and Biophysical Research Communications Journal, is titled, A Keto-Enol Plaque Buster Mechanism to Diminish Alzheimer's Beta Amyloid Burden. This paper was written by first and last authors, Zoltan and Bailey, respectively. In this study, the researchers propose a mechanism through which compounds like curcumin eliminate amyloid beta plaques in the brain. Based on their docking studies, they suggest a tautomeric ketoenol flip-flop mechanism that may chop up amyloid beta plaques in AD by removing hairpin foldamers one from one from both ends of aggregated fibrils. They conclude that other bistable ketoenol pharmacophores might be identified to break up such amyloid beta plaques that is seen in Alzheimer's disease. Next up is paper 11 by Liu and Liu titled Dual Effect of the Acidic Polysaccharose Olven on the Inhibition of Amyloid Beta Fibrillation and Disintegration of Mature Fibrils. It was published in the journal ACS Applied Materials and Interfaces. Olven is an acidic polysaccharide obtained from green algae ulva. The investigators use thioflavin T fluorescence, MTT, dot blotting and atomic force microscopy assays to analyze the effects of olven against amyloid beta fibrillation. 
They find that Ulven inhibits amyloid beta fibrillogenesis in a dose-dependent manner and inhibits the formation of toxic A11 reactive amyloid beta oligomers. Ulven also downregulates intracellular ROS production and reduces amyloid beta-induced cytotoxicity by disaggregating preformed mature fibrils into off-pathway oligomers as observed using MTT assay. For more details on this study, be sure to check out the original abstract. The title of the 12th paper is Amantoflavone, a bifunctional metal chelator that controls the formation of neurotoxic soluble amyloid beta oligomers. This paper was written by first author Sun and last author Mirika and was published in the journal ACS Chemical Neuroscience. As we've already heard, metal ion imbalance plays a crucial role in AD pathogenesis and the use of metal ion chelators can significantly counteract these harmful effects. In this study, the authors explored the use of amantoflavone or AMF, a natural biflavonoid compound that exhibits high metal chelating ability, especially for copper 2. Using a competition thioflavin T assay and immunostaining in mouse models, they observe that the AMS strongly binds to amyloid beta fibrils and brain plaques. Using cell toxicity assays, they also find that AMF regulates the aggregation and disaggregation of amyloid beta-42 oligomers, both in the presence and absence of metal ions. Overall, they conclude that AMF has promised to be a leading AD therapeutic. For more details on their methods and consequent results, be sure to check out the original abstract. Paper 13 is titled Destabilization Potential of Phenolics on Amyloid Beta Fibrils Mechanistic Insights from Molecular Dynamics Simulation. This paper was published in the journal Physical Chemistry Chemical Physics by first and last authors Gupta and Das Mahapatra, respectively. In this study, the researchers screened four phenolic plant compounds for their ability to inhibit amyloid beta fibril aggregation. From their docking studies, they find ellagic acid, or REF, to be the best binder of amyloid beta oligomers. They further conduct MD simulations to evaluate the destabilization effect of REF and observe a drift of terminal chains from amyloid beta oligomers. They also note a disruption of salt bridges and a decline in the number of hydrogen bonds and beta sheet content. This leads to disruption of the organized beta structure of the amyloid beta fibrils and inhibits its neurotoxicity. This study thus warrants the need to explore other natural compounds for their therapeutic potential. The 14th paper is titled Deep Red Blinking Fluorophore for Nanoscopic Imaging and Inhibition of Beta Amyloid Peptide Fibrillation. Written by first and last authors Ma and Zhao, this paper was published in the ACS Nano Journal. Here, the researchers develop molecules that are capable of real-time nanoscopic imaging of amyloid beta-140 aggregates. They develop deep red carbazole-based cyanin molecules that can bind to amyloid beta fibrils via electrostatic and van der Waals interactions. Using spectroscopy and microscopy, they show that one of the fluorophores, which I'll call MeSLG, binds to amyloid beta-140 aggregates with strong fluorescence enhancement. 
They were also able to image the morphology-dependent toxic effect of amyloid beta-140 aggregates towards PC12 cells using this fluorophore. In addition, they also note reduced amyloid beta fibrillation and cytotoxicity after me-slag addition. Based on these results, they suggest that these functional molecules could aid in nanoscopic imaging and in the inhibition of amyloid beta fibrillation. The title of the 15th paper is Amyloid Beta Fibril Disruption by Oleuropene A-Glycone Long-Time Molecular Dynamic Simulation to Gain Insight into the Mechanism of Action of This Polyphenol from Extra Virgin Olive Oil. This paper was published in the journal Food and Function by first and last authors Brogi and Kemi. Extra virgin olive oil is known to have neuroprotective effects in disease like Alzheimer's disease due to its most abundant phenolic constituent, oleuropene A-glycone, or OA. In addition to disrupting preformed amyloid beta fibrils, OA is also known to prevent new amyloid beta aggregation and associated cytotoxicity and inflammation. In this paper, the researchers investigate the mechanism of action of OA as an amyloid beta fibril disruptor using molecular docking calculations and long-time molecular dynamic simulations. They find that OA can move in depth within the amyloid beta fibrils, cause structural instability and amyloid beta fibril disaggregation. Thus, this study highlights the anti-amyloidogenic role of OA and its potential as a candidate AD therapeutic. Paper 16. The last paper in this category is titled Distinguishing the Effect on the Rate and Yield of Amyloid Beta-42 Aggregation by Green Tea Polyphenol EGCG. This paper was written by authors Park and Gyo and was published in the journal ACS Omega. Here, the researchers focus on epigallocatechin gallate or EGCG, the main polyphenol in green tea. They evaluate amyloid beta-42 aggregation kinetics in the absence and in the presence of EGCG to study its effect on the rate of amyloid beta aggregation. Using thioflavin T fluorescence, they find that EGCG reduces the amount of amyloid beta-42 fibrils in a concentration-dependent manner. Interestingly, they also observe that higher EGCG to amyloid beta ratio promotes the rate of amyloid beta aggregation, while lower EGCG to amyloid beta ratio inhibits the aggregation rate. They further use site-directed spin labeling and electron paramagnetic resonance to find that high EGCG to amyloid beta ratios lead to reduced amyloid beta fibrils, similar in structure to the fibrils in the no EGCG sample. That brings us to the end of this section. We'll be back right after a short break. Hey listeners, I'm here to let you know Aminder is recruiting. If you're interested in joining us, shoot us an email at aminderpodcast at gmail.com. You can also find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Enjoy the rest of the episode. Welcome back. For the last part of this episode, we talk about papers targeting amyloid beta-mediated toxicity. There are eight of them, so let's get right to it. The first paper within this category, paper 17 in today's episode, is titled The Chemokine-like Receptor 1 Deficiency Improves Cognitive Deficits in AD Mice 
and attenuates tau hypophosphorylation via regulating tau serine. Written by first author Zhang and last author Yu, this paper was published in the Journal of Neuroscience. Chemokine-like receptor 1 or CMKLR1 is a functional receptor for amyloid beta and is also related to its uptake. In this paper, the scientists try to understand the role of this receptor in Alzheimer's disease. They find that deletion of the CMKLR1 gene increases amyloid beta deposits in the brains but decreases the mortality of presnilin-1 mice. Using behavioral studies, they also find that both presnilin-1 mice and intracerebroventricular streptozotocin injection AD mice show improved cognitive impairment. On looking at the effect of CMKLR1 deletion on tau pathology, they observed that it reduced tau hypophosphorylation both in AD mice and neuronal cells and also participated in tau seeding in the latter. They conclude that inhibiting CMKLR1 and hence tau seeding may act as a new strategy for AD treatment. Next up is the 18th paper titled Toxirutin flavonoid has neuroprotective properties and increases neurite outgrowth and migration of neural stem cells from the subventricular zone. This paper was written by first author Masood and last author Meisner and the paper was published in PLOS One. Here, the authors focus on troxyrutin or TRX, a water-soluble flavonoid commonly found in edible plants. TRX improves nervous system functionality and neutralizes amyloid beta-induced neuronal toxicity. They use mice neural stem cells to test the effect of TRX on neurogenesis process and also its neuroprotective effect against beta-amyloid 142-induced inhibition in differentiation. From their experiments to assess the effect of TRX on proliferation, differentiation and migration, they find that TRX promotes neural stem cell differentiation and migration and also neutralizes the inhibitory effects of amyloid beta on the neural stem cells. For more elaborate details on their experimental methods and results, be sure to check out the original abstracts. Details can be found in our bibliography section. Paper 19, written by first and last authors Limbacher and Dobson, is titled Trodascumin displaces protein misfolded oligomers from cell membranes and abrogates their cytotoxicity through a generic mechanism. This paper was published in the journal Communications Biology. Here, the researchers explore the naturally occurring compound Trodascumin for its ability to reduce alpha-synuclein and amyloid beta cytotoxicity in Parkinson's disease and in Alzheimer's disease respectively. This compound is able to displace these cytotoxic oligomers from cell membranes in human neuroblastoma cells with no substantial changes to the oligomers. From the results of their experiments, they conclude that the reduced toxicity is due to a mechanism that is common in oligomers from different proteins and that trodascumin-like compounds have protective effects against oligomer-induced cytotoxicity. The 20th paper is Lavender and coriander essential oils and their main component, linalool, exert a protective effect against amyloid beta neurotoxicity. This one was published in the journal Phytotherapy Research and was written by first author Caputo and last author Panacione. 
In this study, the authors look at the neuroprotective effect of lavender and coriander essential oils and their main active constituent linalool against amyloid beta neurotoxicity. Their experiments on PC12 cells treated with amyloid beta oligomers show that these essential oils improve cell viability, reduce morphological abnormalities in the cell nuclei and ROS production, and counteract the activation of pro-apoptotic enzyme caspase 3. Based on these observations, they conclude that these essential oils could be used as an AD therapeutic agent. The 21st paper is titled, Preparation and in vitro activity of single-chain antibodies against Alzheimer's disease. Written by first and last authors, Fu and Zhang, this paper was published in the journal Immunology Letters. Here, the scientists designed single-chain fragment variables, which are basically fusion proteins of the variable regions of the heavy and light chains of antibodies. They create these single-chain fragment variables as immunotherapies targeting amyloid beta, as opposed to whole antibodies with a relatively large molecular weight and low blood-brain barrier transmittance. Their in vitro work shows that these fusion proteins have high affinity for amyloid beta, prevent the formation of amyloid beta oligomers and fibers, and also block their cellular toxicity. They also observed that these fusion proteins could bind amyloid beta plaques in mice brains, making this a prospective AD treatment option. Next up is the 22nd paper titled, The Inhibition of Cellular Toxicity of Amyloid Beta by Dissociated Transthyretin. This paper was written by first author Kao and last author Celsis and was published in the Journal of Biological Chemistry. Transthyretin or TTR is a carrier of thyroxine in blood and cerebrospinal fluid. It is known to have a protective effect against pathogenic amyloid beta by binding to and altering its aggregation. In the present study, the authors use protein aggregation and cytotoxicity assays and find that TTR tetramer dissociation, which is required for amyloid pathogenesis, is also needed to prevent amyloid beta-induced cellular toxicity. They identify a TTR segment that not only inhibits amyloid beta formation, but instead promotes formation of non-toxic, non-amyloid aggregates sensitive to protease digestion. Based on these findings, this group suggests that using TTR-like therapeutics could be useful in AD treatment. Next up is paper number 23. This paper was published in the International Journal of Molecular Sciences and was written by first author Barikin and last author Makarov. Amyloid beta peptides bind to nicotinic acetylcholine receptors and cause the loss of cholinergic neurons seen in AD. Through their experiments, the authors find what I'll refer to as site A in amyloid beta peptides, which interacts with its charged complementary counterpart site B in the alpha-4 beta-2 acetylcholine receptors. This site A site B interface results in the formation of the amyloid beta alpha-4 beta-2 acetylcholine receptor complex. Compounds that prevent this complex formation could thus inhibit Alzheimer's disease-associated cholinergic dysfunction. One such compound is a tetrapeptide that can bind to amyloid beta via site A. Finally, based on their experiments on a frog model, the authors conclude that site B is a potential binding site for amyloid beta on alpha-4-beta-2 acetylcholine receptors 
and the tetrapeptide found corresponding to this site can potentially inhibit cholinergic dysfunction in AD. The final abstract for today is titled The Effects of Alpha-Linolenic Acid on the Secretory Activity of Astrocytes and Beta-Amyloid-Associated Neuroregeneration in Differentiated Sushi Cells. Alpha-Linolenic Acid protects the sushi cells against beta-amyloid toxicity. This paper was written by first and last authors Litviniuk and Kalis respectively and published in the journal Oxidative Medicine and Cellular Longevity. In this study, the researchers test the ability of alpha-linolenic acid or ALA to protect against amyloid beta-induced mitochondrial dysfunction in sushi cells through the increased secretion of astrocyte-derived insulin and insulin-like growth factor 1. Their findings show that ALA-induced astrocyte-derived insulin or insulin-like growth factor 1 protects differentiated sushi cells against amyloid beta-induced cell death and mitochondrial dysfunction. This happens by reducing the depolarization of the mitochondrial membrane, increasing mitochondrial biogenesis, restoring the balance between the fusion and fission processes, and regulating of mitophagy and autophagy processes. They also observe that this effect of reducing cytotoxicity by protecting against mitochondrial dysfunction was pronounced when the cells were pre-treated with ALA and conditioned media. With that, we come to the end of this episode where we focused on research on novel drug development in Alzheimer's disease with special emphasis on amyloid beta. Stay tuned for part 2 of the novel drug development section where we talk about exciting research focused on targeting tau, the cholinergic system, mitochondria, metabolism and the immune system. And as a reminder, each episode comes with a bibliography section. For more details, be sure to check out the episode notes. With that, I'd like to thank the Aminder team with a big shout out to Anusha Kamesh for her music. You can find her on SoundCloud or on YouTube under AK Music. For updates on our podcast, follow us on Facebook, Instagram or Twitter. And if you are interested in joining our team, send us an email with your CV or reach out to us on our social media platforms. We hope you found this podcast useful and accessible. Thanks for tuning in.